You're about to enjoy an It Takes Three Network podcast. Happy Thursday. Welcome back to another episode of Three Gossip Girls, the Gossip Girl podcast. I'm Liz. I'm Michelle. And tonight we watched season two, episode 12. It's a Wonderful Lie. Original air date, December 1st of 2008, directed by Patrick K. Norris and written by Robert Hall. The summary for this episode, still toying with one another, Chuck and Blair make a bet to choose the perfect date for each other at the annual Snowflake Ball. Meanwhile, Aaron's ex-girlfriend Lexi has come to town and decides to pursue Dan, leaving Serena conflicted. Jenny seeks to get revenge on Vanessa, and Lily must make a choice. So, winter-themed episode. Even though it's like we were just at Thanksgiving, I guess a few weeks have passed by, or around the holiday time. So, is this technically our holiday episode? Yeah, we don't get one again this season that mm-hmm. I remember. Okay. Please let me know if I'm wrong. But I think I'm right. <laughs> because they obviously had their ball and then Serena mentions Hanukkah. Right. So it's like this is their it's winter way of I getting mean, this in is their it. holiday. Right. Yeah. Okay. Because last year we had the Ramon coming for oh, Christmas. Yes. Remember? So this is their, I guess, yeah, their holiday episode. And they're ice skating. Right. So this week in honor of winter and the snowflake ball and then they do mention hot chocolate. In the beginning of Gossip Girl's original speech, um, I decided to make us hot chocolate tonight for the glassful of gossip, which delicious. is called the snowflake. The snowflake. Yeah, the snowflake. Uh, can you please describe yes, it? I can tell you what's in the snowflake. So what I did was, I don't know if you're you're familiar with the nut pods. Yes. They're half almond and half coconut creamer, which you can put in your coffee or you could bake with them. It's dark chocolate and orange flavored nut pot and I'm like all right I'll put it in my coffee hated it in my coffee hated it but then I was looking up you can bake with it and I'm like all right maybe I'll try it with that I never did and so I went to make us hot chocolate today and I wanted to make it from scratch because it's really hard to find like dairy-free hot chocolate packets <laughs> and so I decided to use almond milk and then I went in my pantry and I saw the nut pot and I was like duh this is gonna be fun like how bad can it be so I dumped the nut pot in there and I did mix it with a little bit of almond milk to like cut it. And then I did just raw Keiko and I mixed it up and you put, I put a splash of vanilla extract in there and then a little bit of maple syrup. I'll post the recipe because I, I was inspired. But I didn't create the recipe. I was inspired by a recipe, which I will post when I post the gospel of gossip. But my take on it was to do it with the orange. Maybe it would add like some sort of, you know, my zest. I'm blown and then away. we topped it with cocoa whip because why not? And then gold sprinkles because again, why not? And it was fancy. It was a fancy hot chocolate. It was so delicious. And you chugged it. I chugged it. <laughs> right. Who chugs hot chocolate? But the orange was so flavorful. It was. And you know and what? Strong. I typically when I watch like baking shows, I'm like, oh, chocolate and orange. It just doesn't seem like something I would like to eat. But this was good. It was different. And if you guys like that combination or if you've never tried the combination before, maybe try something chocolate and orange and see if you like it. I mean, it tasted straight up like orange extract. 
it did. It's ve- it was very potent, but also no, no, not on in the a bad back, way. In the back, yeah. of the of the throat. It was delicious. <laughs> it was so good. I'm so glad because you know you never know how it's gonna go. Yeah. So this week we had the snowflake ball, which we were talking about uh, a few minutes ago, which is the seniors snowflake ball for charity. So everyone's like getting excited. Who are they going to go with? What are they going to wear? And so we start out in the beginning of the episode at school. Serena and Blair are talking about potential dates for Blair. She's got this whole list of people who want to go with her. None of them, of course, compare to anything that she wants. She obviously wants to go with Chuck, but she's never going to ask for that. And so Serena and her are talking about it. And so Chuck comes over and he is looking at her list of potential suitors and he's like, eh, they're all bad, like not good choices. <laughs> so Chuck finds fault with pretty much all of the men. He thinks that he knows her best, which we know that he does. Serena then says she has to go and she runs up and approaches Padge. I don't know why. I guess because she took his opinion of getting Aaron for Hanukkah, the first edition, Herder Norton copy of letters to a young poet she's so excited to she had to run across the school to like show him he she got this for yeah. Aaron that's awkward I it, would never be like hey ex no look I, what I got my boyfriend such like this weird level of it's we're weird. friends but I really I'm trying really hard to be friends with you because I want to but there's still this like underneath jealousy but also want to impress each other There's a lot going on between them. And then Serena proceeds to tell him that Aaron's not going with her to the snowflake ball, even though you can tell she wants him to. Dan also says, yeah, I'm going solo too. And so she's surprised that he's actually going because why would Dan go to this event? Right. But then he says to her, I had the best times that I can remember this past year going to events like this. And I'm like, yeah, of course you did because you were dating Serena at that point. But whatever. And so they decide they're going to both go solo, but go as friends and meet up there. And then Dan asks Serena if Aaron would be okay with that. And Serena's like, yeah, no problem. It should be fine. Also, Aaron's ex is in town, Lexi, and he'll be preoccupied with her. It's like, what? 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 That is, it just sounds ridiculous. That when I put it into words and they say it out loud, it sounds ridiculous. You guys let us know how ridiculous you think this is. Because we can't get over it. And as we dive deeper into it, there's lots of words that we have. So next scene, we have uh, Vanessa comes to see Jenny. She's coming to Jenny's rescue. Jenny, I guess, texts her that she needs her ASAP. And Jenny's bored. She's also, (laughs) you know, depressed and devastated with what's going on in her life. She doesn't think she's going to make it in some capacity of being a fashion designer. But then Vanessa assures her that she'll be okay, not to worry. And um, they... Then Jenny says, I have been thinking about Nate and like, what the hell happened there? And Vanessa is just like, um, well, last week we see Nate and Vanessa said like they were going to hang out because he didn't know what was going to happen with Jenny. Jenny never talked to him. He never talked to her. So Vanessa took that as the okay to date Nate. But obviously we know that she took the letter. And so she knows that Nate does have did or does have feelings for Jenny. So Vanessa's holding that in and then gets a phone call from Nate, but she says she has to go to the gallery. Rufus needs her there all day. So she leaves Jenny and immediately after Penelope comes in. 
This bitch. <sighs> this bitch. And she wants Jenny to design a dress for her for the snowflake ball because Hazel and Isabel are giving her shit about something with their designer dresses and she needs an orig- original piece. And so Jenny's like, well, I'm not cheap. And she's like, well, I hope you wouldn't be. So they, she agrees to make a dress for Penelope, yeah. which I would shocked that she did well she was said she was really impressed with the whole fashion show she was takeover because who wouldn't be we were all very no i mean that was that was very impressive i guess we're outside school lily's getting all the props for the the dance right yeah and so she runs into rufus who apparently has been helping her out these last few days getting ready for the ball it's been fun it's been fun like old times and she mentions that she still hasn't talked to Bart about everything that was going on. And then Rufus and her were talking and she mentions if Rufus is going to the ball, maybe save her a dance. And so Rufus originally was like, well, maybe I'll go. Maybe I won't. But if he if he does, Lily wants to dance with him for, you know, old time's sake. At that moment, Bart shows up. He goes over to Lily and says, we need to talk. He's so stern and like, monotone and serious we need to talk yeah she's like okay and to just sum up that part lily and bart discuss the files and the private eye and then bart admits that he actually fired this private eye and he doesn't want to control her or the kids anymore he's capable of change and he wants to go to the ball with her if he can make it back in time from his trip from miami and you know if she'll have him and she doesn't really agree to it but says like y'all yeah, I'll see you when you get back. Kind what of thing. was interesting to me is that she says, I don't know if this is enough in terms of you firing your spies. Right. And he's like, well, what do you want me to do? Like, yeah. I he, feel like Lily, he would have done anything. Yeah. And Lily was just looking for an out. Exactly. She's been waiting for something to go around. I mean, maybe right. not is that this is pretty bad finding out all this information. Definitely. Yeah. Done against you. But now it's like, oh, my God, this is the perfect time for me. Right. To get it's out. a good point. It's, it's it's kind of ironic how everything is going to play out in this episode because towards the end. Yes. You know what? Everything that happens with that. So right after that, we go to the gallery. Uh, I guess Aaron is showing Lexi all of his pieces. This and is Dan, when we meet Lexi. This is when we meet Lexi. Dan and Serena arrive and they're hearing Lexi criticize Aaron's work. All of the pictures he took of Serena. She's literally making fun of her saying she looks like she's like a Gap model or a makeup ad. There, Did this photo come with the frame? It just she's obviously belittling Serena and also Aaron's work. And so to sum up that scene, Aaron then does apologize to Serena like, well, you know, Lexi's intense, but she's just trying to protect me. Why? Why does she need to protect you? If she's your ex-girlfriend, that's an ex. But also ex for a reason. Why? was Padge there right like I don't get why him and Serena have to continue this friendship even though it's not friends because stuff is so much is lingering there and it's not even just like feelings it's also now Serena has a boyfriend that's not Dan Dan knows this guy and but he's still hanging around like I would not want to be involved with anyone that I've dated, yeah. let alone was in love with and had sex with. Like, no. I know. And then see them with someone else, I would for sure be like, you guys, I'll see you like tomorrow. I wouldn't want, I wouldn't want to hang out with them. Right. Um, but yeah, to sum up that part, Lily then, Lily, Lexi, she starts to flirt with Dan 
they're talking about Brooklyn and they come out and they say like, Dan wants to take me on a tour of Brooklyn. I thought it'd be cool for the four of us to hang out. This Lexi, Lexi makes this offer. The four of us should hang out. And at that moment, Serena and Aaron are talking about how Serena should be friendly to Lexi and try and get to know her per Aaron's request. And so Serena says, okay, well, if I'm trying to get to know her, then you need to do something for me and come to the snowflake ball with me. So he agrees. And then they all agree to go on this quadruple date, which is stupid, but whatever. (laughs) What I don't understand and what's confusing to me about Lexi is we find out Lexi is home for the holidays, staying with her parents, right? So if if she's staying with her parents, that means her parents live in New York City. I'm assuming she's from New York City. You think she she would have other shit to do? Friends? This doesn't make sense. It doesn't make any sense. I don't know why they decided to throw this character in there. If you were going to stir up the Padge Serena stuff, you could have done that with literally anything else. How about the boyfriend that's right in front of her face? You could have stirred up shit with that. Why do you have to bring his then ex-girlfriend into the picture to make everything just much more confusing and awkward for the audience? Because it doesn't. It's a stupid plot. It's really stupid. It's really stupid. So stupid and made us so frustrated to watch Serena. Serena and Dan are already probably, as Michelle said, when we were watching commentary, the most frustrating people on this entire show. Like they're they're the worst. Yeah, they're just the worst. And they just happen to have dated. So it makes them just even even more terrible. Um, Meanwhile, this while this is happening, Nate and Vanessa meet up. They're like making out. Nate asks her to go to the snowflake ball with him and he she immediately refuses because of how she left things with Jenny like oh I don't know if I should do that because I know things and also what if Jenny still liked you and Nate says well it doesn't matter because I like where I am right now not to worry I'm happy and so Vanessa then agrees to go with him they kiss and someone takes a picture of it and gets a Gossip Girl blast out there because right at that moment, Penelope and Jenny are talking about Nate and uh, Penelope's wondering like what happened with him and Jenny. Jenny says she doesn't really know what happened and it was just a a thing. And Penelope says, okay, well, good, because I want to invite him to go with me to the snowflake ball. She thinks like because Blair and Jenny are out of the picture, like she's the next one to go. Like he doesn't want you. Right. (laughs) He does not want you. Yeah, that's You're so desperate. And at that moment, both of their phones blow up and it's a Gossip Girl blast. Of course, Nate and Vanessa kissing. So they're both absolutely pissed and devastated. They can't believe that Vanessa and Nate would actually do this again. To sum up that, Vanessa then goes to the loft to take Jenny out to Grimaldi's for double pepperoni pizza or whatever. And (laughs) she's like not reading her at all. She's like trying to get, get in there and like talk to her. And Jenny's just like, bitch. And shows her oh, phone. Vanessa? Yeah. Jenny's yeah. like, I know what you did. You did it behind my back. And the two of them have this argument where there is validity in both sides, but also it's like you're both wrong. Yeah. In my opinion. I agree with you. You know, we start where Vanessa does say that she wanted to tell Jenny about it. She feels badly. And then Jenny immediately says, like, how could you do this to me? And then Vanessa says, you're jealous. And then Jenny said, well, I tried to, you know, um, approach you after I found out that you, you after I kissed Nate and then Vanessa's like yeah well I tried to tell you but it's just like they went back and forth back and forth and then Vanessa then ends a conversation saying well I'm gonna go to the ball anyway like and she in leaves. this in this scenario which team it's hard I'm on? 
I was actually, it's funny, I felt like I was more Team Jenny. Yeah. But later on, I feel more for Vanessa uh, with everything that's going on. So, yeah, in this moment in time, I was like, all right, Vanessa, you're not really considering Jenny's feelings and all of it. Not even that, but you straight up are lying to her and you stole stole her letter. And you stole her letter. So it's like you're harping on that secret you have, yet you're getting super defensive because you have that secret. Right. So, like, again, like I said, like, I understand both sides, but, like, you're both wrong and you're ruining a friendship over this dude. Yeah. Who doesn't know which way is up would give on the given day. He could be like, yeah, Jenny, I really like you. And then the next day, oh, yeah, Vanessa, pff, I really like you today. He has no idea. Yeah. Love Nate, but he's just. No, I know. We always talk about he's, he's lost. Lost at all times. We go to the Waldorfs. Chuck is adorably playing the piano, waiting for Blair to come down. And he proposes that they both find each other dates. And it's a bet that if Blair picks out a good suitor for Chuck, she can get his limo. And if Chuck picks out a good suitor for Blair, he gets Dorota. (laughs) And so then Dorota's like, yes, Miss Blair. And so they decide that that's what they're going to do for the snowflake ball. After that, we have the scene of the tour of Brooklyn and the four of them hanging out. They're talking, having some banter. It transitions into Serena telling them that Aaron is going to go to the dance with her after all. And so then that prompts Lexi to be like, yeah, what's this dance I hear about? And pretty much invites herself or forces Dan to invite her as his date. So now the four of them are going to go together. And then Aaron asks Serena if she's okay with it. And she's like, well, it is weird, but, you know, it should be okay. And then Aaron proceeds to tell her that Lexi generally sleeps with guys on the first date and um, she's she's easy. And Serena's like, uh, oh, okay. So I'm sure the rest of the day was pretty awkward for the four of them. It's just unnecessary information. Exactly. Yeah. Why did he feel... It's just like I feel like everyone is trying to make everyone else like feel something or feel jealous or like so like he's like, yeah, OK, so Dan's going to have sex with Lexi. Therefore, maybe kind of like hinting like, well, you know, we should have sex. And then I, it's kind of I'm kind of jealous that Lexi's dating Dan and you're probably jealous. That, like, it's everyone is right. Too much feelings, Right. Overload of feelings. And so for the audience, you're like, well, just stop this because it's just too much. At the Vander Woodson's, Chuck sees Bart leaving for his trip from Miami, and he's surprised that Chuck's uh, that Bart's actually going to leave due to all the issues that are going on. So Bart says that he knows it was Chuck that let Eric into the safe and started all of this. So you disappoint me over and over again, and that's how he leaves. So we know that Bart knows that Chuck knows the safe code and that He's the one who let him in and started all this. I'm glad this finally came out because we kept talking about it and I kept harping on it. It's something I still don't understand. And I don't know if we get resolution of it. Not really. (laughs) Why would Chuck sabotage that? He sabotaged the relationship. And then later on, he tells Lily, like, you were really good for my family. So, yeah, it's I don't really know. Anybody send any? No, nothing. Guys, If you were having a follow-up to the question, it's the same question, but why do you think Chuck sabotaged this relationship with Bart and Lily? It just doesn't make sense to us. But not even that, like, sabotage 
his family that he's so happy to be a part of. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I really don't. It really stumps me. I know. It's something underlying that like I've never had to think about before until like we had that conversation. I'm like, oh, yeah. Like, why would he do that? Because him and Bart were on good terms as far as we knew. Obviously, now forget about that because how can Bart trust him ever again after this? Can you specifically ask Shanna that question? Yes, I can. Because I really would love her inputs and she I loves would love. I would love to ask her that. Um, at Penelope's, Jenny goes to bring her finished dress and they tell her to leave because they saw Vanessa with Jenny, uh, with Nate and they think that Vanessa is Jenny's friend and Jenny proceeds to say that she's not friends with Vanessa because she's so upset about everything that's happened and the girls are planning on sending her a message. And then Isabel comes out in this dress, which is a very beautiful dress, but when you go into the light, it's see-through. And so Penelope gets the idea that Jenny should pretend this is her dress that she made for Vanessa as a peace offering and give it to her to wear to the ball. And they're going to plan out how to embarrass her there. In Blair's room, Blair and and Serena are discussing Chuck. Blair is very confident that she can find the perfect girl for him. Serena like doesn't understand this whole thing as everyone else doesn't understand this whole thing. <laughs> and Serena says that she makes a good point saying like seeing your ex with someone is already so hard. Trust me. And so then they go into Dan and Lexi. Now Dan is potentially having a romantic interest in her. And she tells her that uh, Lexi generally sleeps with guys. She's very easy. And it makes it prompts Blair to question that Serena and Aaron haven't had sex. And she can't believe that he's so hot. What's wrong with you? And, you know, Lex is going to put out and they're definitely going to have sex. And Serena's like taking this to heart. Okay, I guess I have to bring this up. And so she decides to have sex with Aaron that night or try to have sex. Like with they're going to plan. They're going to plan to have sex because why? Of course you do that in high school, right? Right. You, like, you got to plan it. <laughs> I actually do. Honest with you, I am kind of surprised they haven't slept together yet. I'm surprised, too. But then also, I, I don't know. I their relationship was so odd. Yeah, because for the longest time they didn't she didn't they didn't know they were dating. Then he didn't want to be serious. And then he said, Yeah, we're serious. I choose you and only you. And then I feel like he is the one who's trying to take it slow. That's right. That's true. You know? And so then when Serena approaches him about this, she he's like, Are you sure? But you can tell like, he's into it. So it was well, like, was Serena the one that was holding it back? Or was he the one that was holding it back? Or it just generally like, just didn't happen yet. I think probably he was holding it back. I and think so too. She approached it. So he's like, are you sure? Because we haven't done this yet. Because we don't really talk about right. these things. It's really weird. It is. It's a very strange relationship. We go to the gallery really quickly. Jenny visits Vanessa and presents her with the dress. Like I said, like as a peace offering. And she tries it on. She looks absolutely stunning. stunning. It literally fits her like a fucking glove. And she looks amazing in it. And this is Jenny's plan, but also, you know, but makes Vanessa believe that they're like on okay terms. And at that moment, Vanessa is going to open up and tell her that she knows about the letter, gets interrupted by a phone call from Nate. And then in that breath goes and tells Nate that she has something she wants to talk about him with later that can only be in person. At the Vanderwoodsons, Lily is waiting for Bart. This is the night of the gala. And 
she's speaking to Bart's secretary. The secretary says that he's in a meeting with um, Andrew, who is his private eye. And Lily's like, oh, that name sounds familiar. She looks it up. She figures out that he's still with the private eye, even though he told her that he canceled. He canceled him. He did. He fired him. Yeah. And so she is pissed, then tells the secretary to tell him not to meet her at the ball and that she's going to go off alone by herself and, you know, not to come when he returns. This last real, really the last scene of the whole show is at the snowflake ball. We start out with the minions in the corner. They're discussing Vanessa and the whole plan. Then we go to Blair and Chuck. They bring doppelgangers of themselves, which is really, really <laughs> funny. Hysterical. Yeah. Then we have Lexi and Dan and that uh, Lexi tells Dan that Serena and Aaron are going to do it at where she got this information. She gets it from Aaron, but she like forced the information out of him because Serena met with Aaron earlier. and was like, I want to thank you. Right. And for my, being my tonight team. tonight. <laughs> and so from that, he goes and tells his ex-girlfriend. Right. Because right before that, actually, um, there was a phone call between Dan and Serena. Right. And Dan says, like, are you OK with all of this? And he doesn't know that Lexi has a plan on sleep- of sleeping with him. And but Serena thinks that maybe he does. So she's really vague. She says everything's OK and that they'll see each other at at the dance. And so then right after that, Aaron shows up at her house and she gives him the OK, like the green light for them to sleep together that night. So. It's just like you would get the green light and your first thing to do is go tell. Go tell your ex-girlfriend who's dating your ex, your girlfriend's ex-boyfriend. It all just sounds so fucking ridiculous. It's just ridiculous. I mean, and how long did him and Lexi date for? They don't say. And also, it, it was she polyamorous? Was she in down with this whole like multiple partner thing? Right. Or was this before that happened and right. they broke up and then he went exploratory? Right, because to me, it seems like she was just one of like the many girls he dated. They left it on good terms. Now they're friends. But it's still just so awkward, especially if there are people that have. We don't know if they've slept together, but I'm sure they have to, you know, not to judge, but you you can judge. And so it's just such a weird, strange. And it seems like they have the type of relationship that if they were both single and the night was right, they would sleep with each other. Yeah, they would hook up. They would hook up. Yeah. Speaking of hooking up, mm. Rufus ends up going to the dance. Lily's there. She's obviously upset with everything that's happened with Bart. She then tells Rufus she's going to leave Bart. She had made up her mind. As soon as she got there, she's like, that's it. He's not meeting me. I know he still has a dossier on me and the private eye, and I am not having this. So I'm going to end things with, with Bart. And then across the room... Dan and Serena, they meet eyes. They decide to dance. Serena brings up the fact that she knows Lexi's going to seduce him tonight. And Dan's like, oh, okay. Like confused, but also like doesn't make it really apparent that he doesn't want to do it. So then that pisses off Serena thinking that he doesn't do that. He that sex isn't meaningful to him. And he's like, uh, I don't understand. But the like, fact that doesn't... she even questioned, like, oh, I thought it was just, you know, I thought the next time you'd have sex, it would be meaningful. Yeah. And he's just like, what, where is this coming from? And so then it just. And like his answer was, well, I mean, I thought I will one right. day or I would. Again. I would again. Like, 
Of course you did think again. Of it's, course. But it's so incredibly awkward. Yeah. To talk about this. So it's like, why are we trying to be friends again? And even <laughs> before they had their dance together, as they're dancing with their respective dates, right. they're staring at, they're each, staring other at each other. Because Serena's like feels this ping of jealousy. Right. Because they're going to have sex. But it's like, girl, you just planned your sex night, too. So can't I, it's, I get it, though. It's no, you're I think you're actually saying I do. I get it, too. But, but it's, it's 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 strange to watch. And it audience. also makes me feel like, hey, Serena, you're only having sex with him to, like, prove this weird point to yeah. no one. Right. To no one. Exactly. Nobody's going to find out unless then Aaron tells Lexi, then Lexi's going to tell Dan that they had sex. So it's like, it's just... I mean, don't you feel that way? That the fact that Serena and him hasn't slept together and the fact that now she's like, yeah, we'll do it is kind of her just ripping the Band-Aid off. Yeah. Like, trying to get this done. Yeah, it is. And that, yeah, why you do that to yourself? But right. Luckily, she, they don't go through with it in the end. But um, then Jenny arrives in her, in her cloak she looks like she's, she's at the wall in Game of Thrones. She literally looks like she's at the wall. I don't remember being that awful before. Well, because everybody's in white and metallic, and we've and commented. So, right. And then now beautiful. she's in this dark, dark shawl that's feathery and dark and black. And black so she looks big like she literally is in Game of Thrones. Um, but she arrives and she seems to be having second thoughts because... Her and Vanessa have a talk and Vanessa says to her, I'm not going to do anything with Nate. I'm ending things. Our friendship is more important to me. And so she says that she's going to go tell Nate in person tonight. She's about to walk away and you can see that Jenny is going to stop her. But then Vanessa runs into Nate and the girls prompt that as like, okay, she's in the line. She's in the perfect angle and they shine the light down on her and her dress is see-through. However, her body's fucking rocking in this dress. And it's funny because you can tell she's embarrassed, but she won't let you see her cry until no. like afterwards, right. you know, which I appreciate. Like she's a very strong yeah. person. So she runs out. And at that moment, Nate comes up to Jenny and says, well, actually at that point, while right before the lights come down on her, she tells Nate that she has the letter and Jenny never got it. And she knows she has feeling that, uh, you, Nate had feelings for Jenny and so Nate's like surprised but she says like I can't do this because I know that Jenny has feelings for you too and at that moment like I said they shine the lights down on her and she runs out Nate goes up to Jenny and says I can't believe you did that she's but his reasoning though like she was holding on to the letter that I was going to give you and so he shows her that he wrote her this letter that he had feelings for her but then he defends Vanessa which I'm surprised that he does, but he also really, really cares for her. And he's so disgusted by Jenny at this point that he says that she, she's really sorry about it and, like, that she, she didn't deserve to be treated that way. Like, publicly but, humiliated. Pub, pub, right. But also, she was holding on to this letter that she stole from Jenny. Right. I mean, and like, willingly knowing that oh, she's holding information from her. Right. And not for nothing, but his the way he presents the argument is like, so what your friend lied to you? Yeah. And it's like, no, that's it's actually like, a pretty big deal. It's a shitty thing. They've been friends for years. And so stole something from and you. you stole it. Right. And you, she knew back and forth that now Nate hasn't heard from Jenny. He doesn't know why Jenny hasn't heard from Nate. She doesn't know why, but Vanessa knows why. And she's been holding the secret and I get it. Like she does apologize. Luckily we don't really like, 
hold on to this for episode after episode, but she she does hold on to it for a few weeks. And, you know, as much as it's shitty, I still don't think it was. I think it was very wrong, but I also don't hold it against her either. It's really weird how my Wait, emotions are. Who are. Vanessa. You don't hold it against Vanessa. No, I don't. Like right. I get like, but the but the way Nate was defending it, I didn't like. No, no, no. <laughs> you know I what I mean. One hundred percent agree with you. And Jenny, I'm just like for her to fall back to these old ways yeah. so quickly, and for her, like you said, she arrived at the party and she was second guessing of, oh, I'm gonna run out. I have to stop this. I mean, they show her behind three people, right? Like she was going to, but, but then she stopped. And it's like you could have pushed your way through. And, and she's watching. You see, they made a point to show her yeah. watching. Yeah. Yeah. And then the light shines and she's like waving us. Right. And it's like you didn't right. try, bitch. No, you didn't try hard enough. You you secretly wanted her to you be did. embarrassed. Yeah. Because you're so embarrassed. And so then Nate says to her, like, I'm glad you didn't get the letter because you're not who I thought you were. Ouch. And I'm also, I just truly can't believe that, like, deep down, I feel that Nate really didn't have feelings for her. And it was just a, just the heat of the moment kind of thing. And he was in like a weird time in his life because of his parents and everything. And I think, I don't know if you really liked Jenny. I think it was more of like, oh, a family sister. Right. Like he does care care about her, her. but not in the romantic way that I think she obviously felt for him. Because why wouldn't you? An older, much deliciously looking, handsome dude. That's a really good person. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. Uh, Right after that. Blair and Chuck are wondering where their doppelgangers have gone to. And of course they're making out in the sides because they are the same people. So why wouldn't they meet up and, you know, be attracted to each other? And then they realize that they can't figure it out like everyone else can. And like, why can't they be like everyone else? Yeah. It's a, it's like a very dramatic. So, I mean, obviously it's dramatic because what type of high schoolers think this way and think like we can't be together, but we want to be, but we can. It's like just fucking be together. Already. But also they <laughs> or not. We've already talked about this at nauseum. They they cried over it. They cried together. They know that they want to be together, but we're not doing right, it. Right. But we can't be together. So like, I don't feel bad for you. It's like you're this, doing it to yourself. At this point, this storyline is kind of a comic relief because I'm like, this kind is so of. Ridiculous. Yeah. No, go, I agree. And talk doing their thing again. I agree, too. Uh, Lily then talks to Rufus about Bart and how it has affected the kids. Tells Rufus to tell her something he shouldn't, which I was like, oh, damn. And which we know it's coming. Right. And he says, ever since your wedding, I regretted not fighting for you and stopping it because I thought that I wasn't going to live up to the expectation or be provide for you what you needed and you can tell he's very choked up about it. And Len, you don't really see what Lily says. She kind of just like is staring at him and they pretty much look like they're about to like get back together. And Chuck overhears it. He goes to call Bart to warn him that Lily is talking about potentially leaving him. He needs to get down here. She's with Rufus, which, you know, pisses Bart off so much. And he's talking to Andrew in the limo and says, I know that I told you to stop, but like, tell me that last piece of dirt that you have on Lily. Chuck confronts Lily, stating that she was really good for the best men and he's really disappointed. And he told his dad and his dad's on the way now. And he's like, he deserves an in-person conversation. 
Which like obviously like, I'm like, they of were course. gonna have it. Right. She wasn't just like gonna text him, I think we should get divorced. <laughs> Can I I just wanna touch yeah. upon something? When Lily asked Rufy to tell her something yeah. that he shouldn't. Right. And he goes, I let you go on your wedding day. So they slept together as we know. The day before. The day before. They woke up the morning of her wedding in bed together. She's getting ready at her wedding. And he comes in, right? Yeah. We don't see the conversation that happens. We don't. It's obviously a very painful, but a very, it was a weird conversation for the audience because you and I were like, oh my God, he just like lets her go and it's so awkward. Right. So the doors open up and we see him walk her out. Right. Like have a great wedding, have a great life. So did this same conversation happen with her saying like, do you have anything to tell me? Because he says, I didn't know if I could provide you with what you needed. Mm-hmm. So that's why I had to let you go. And I regret it. So it's like they actually already had this conversation. That's yeah. how I'm taking it. Yeah. I, you know? I, guess, I guess. Yeah. You know, he's like, I let you go on your wedding day. So it's like, this is now your final shot. She yeah. obviously wants to be with She's you. She's like, please tell me what I want to hear so right. I get the okay to do what I want to do, yeah. which is end things with Bart because she doesn't truly love him. She doesn't. Like, I mean, how like she loves Lu- Lufus, Rufus. <laughs> and so we end the scene with that. And then outside quickly, Nate is stopping Vanessa from getting into a cab. He tells her that he doesn't, you know, want he wants to be with her and he doesn't want to be with anyone else and yeah. he doesn't really care about what happened he just he's so fixated on the fact that she said i have never felt these feelings before for anybody else right and he's like if that's true because all i can think about is you then i only want to be with you yes because oh. cla- again classic nate but it also makes me feel like if jenny read that letter and went to him and was like i i have these feelings for yes. you he'd be like i only want to be with you right it's so true i feel mm. the same way even though we do see the development of Natessa and we do yeah. like them as a couple, it's it's Nate and the fact that he just doesn't know what to do at all. How times. do you think Nate would do on Love Is Blind? Oh my God, <laughs> Nate would say I love you to every single person on Love Is Blind. <laughs> he would immediately initially go in. Let's just say like Jenny comes behind closed door number one, <laughs> and he gets to know her on a personal level, and then he's gonna be Barnett, and then he's gonna be like, and um. <laughs> Yeah, I have a great conversation with you. I think we should like get married tomorrow, but doesn't actually propose. And then Vanessa comes in. He's like, I have an amazing conversation with you. I've never felt this way ever. Tomorrow I'm going to propose to you. Yeah. But doesn't actually propose. And then Jenny gives him like the ultimatum. He's like, ah, not ready for it. And then proposes to Vanessa. And then you know what? And then like hates his life when he sees Jenny in person. It's like, shit. Right. She's really hot. But also <laughs> throw in uh, Serena. And be like, wow, this feels like home. Exactly. <laughs> that's so Nate. Literally, that's so Nate. Um. Yeah. So then the minions come outside. They approach Jenny, and they're upset with the fact that th- they made it seem like Jenny did that. Jenny helped out Vanessa, even though she truly didn't. And that Jenny actually then defends Vanessa, saying that Vanessa is ten times more the person that they'll ever be, and there's that's why they're so jealous, and that they, that's why they hate her, and they go on their merry way because they're never going to see eye to eye. Jenny was like in their crew for like a half a second, and that was about it. Chuck and Blair decide they're going to dance together. They don't want to lose what they have going on, even though it's not really anything. And then they're upset that everyone's dancing because that will never be them because they can't absolutely, they can't, it's such a, <laughs> it's those movies that like 
you watch like those really romantic movies of people like destined to be together but they can't and so like they dance with each other like just for the night and so it's like but but why can't you do this every but you know what night? the difference between that They're is in high school the movie ends in an hour and a half and this <laughs> shit continues every week so true and also did did chuck actually say shut up and dance with me i'm yes. like are you andy grammar yes like i'm like <laughs> Were you inspired by? Because Chuck, that's what he literally says. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Dan and Serena then talk to each other. They apologize. They go into saying how their first night together was the best night they've ever had. And but they don't even really. That's pretty much all they say, because Serena just like doesn't want to walk away. She's like really upset, but doesn't want to walk away from their conversation, even though they're not having a conversation. They're just staring at each and other. And they're both like, why is this so hard? Why is this so hard? Let's clear the air. Let's clear the air. Like clear what air? You just stop. You've also stop cleared crying. the air so many times. You being in other relationships is clearing the air. You're over it. Right. If you're not, then why are you doing it? Yeah, it's very frustrating. And in that moment. Lily gets a phone call. You don't know what it is. And she runs over to Serena and Dan and says, have you seen Charles? Where is he? I need to find him. And Serena says, what's wrong? And she says, Bart was in an accident. And that's where we close the episode. What got me on this is the call comes from a restricted number. Restricted number. So Mm -hmm. if it was the cops or a hospital or the police, it wouldn't be a restricted number, would it? I don't know. I thankfully have never gotten a call like that right right yeah an emergency call like that mm-hmm. and that's where we end it so and i was like oh shoot yeah they oh. give you i so i said i really like this episode because as much as it is light and annoying yeah. during it they do leave you with that cliffhanger which next episode is really good like really really good so um we'll take a break and i can't wait to discuss everything Hi, everyone. I'm Ashley. And I'm Justine. And And we we make make up the Cutaways Podcast. We're watching the good, the bad, and the essentials of the romantic comedy genre. So far, we've fallen in love with Cary Grant, met up with our terrible friend, pal Joey, and had the desire to run our fingers through Patrick Dempsey's hair. Join our slumber party for your ears every other week, brought to you in stereo from our blanket fort in Hollywood, California. You can find and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or your favorite podcatcher. Our digital blanket fort can be found at thecutaways.com. If you are the social butterfly types, you can also find us on twitter facebook and instagram as at cutaways podcast bye okay welcome back from break we're gonna start with trivia as always pathetic trivia (laughs) uh the episode title is based off of the movie it's a wonderful life i'm sure anyone could predict that uh one of the one of the portraits in penelope's room reappears in the undergraduates when she shows that her great aunt was a founding member of hamilton house I, I guess maybe that's another episode. Okay. I don't, I didn't proofread that one. Um, uh. On Bart's bill for Andrew Tyler's services, Jonathan's surname is listed as Henry, but his last name is later stated as Whitney. So Eric's boyfriend, Jonathan. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. Olympic champion gym- gymnast Nastia Lukin appears in the small cameo at the beginning of the snowflake ball. I missed that. I saw her name pop up and I was like, oh, yeah, Nastia Lucan, but I never like looked for her. Yeah. So that cool. Was that is cool, though. Um, music in this episode, we have Breakdown by Dear Heart, The Sun Ain't Shining No More by the Asteroids Galaxy Tour. 
sexual riot by the metros Saturday morning after the funeral by afternoons and hero by the asteroid galaxy tour. We'll go into some questions. We have a bunch, which I'm so excited about. Thank you everyone for sending them. We mostly have them on Instagram. So I just want to make sure I read everything. Oh, and Caitlin got it in last minute. I'm going to read them now. She literally texted me like five minutes ago. Uh, message me I mean she says ah okay let me see what I wrote last down last night when I watched really quick she, this is Caitlin Fenorn on Instagram she says first things first Jenny's hair really needs some help that's all I'll say about that I think Vanessa was definitely being a snake so I'm not too mad at Jenny for giving her the dress but Jenny was only acting on emotion and probably should have slept it off and taken the higher road especially after Vanessa's change of heart but in the grand scheme of things, like you couldn't really see anything. That dress was beautifully vogue. So the reaction of the crowd wasn't really believable. Aaron sucks mm-hmm. in all capitals. Li- like literally he puts me to sleep. But Blake Lively is such a good actress. She makes the scenes actually pretty funny with his with this immature high school girlfriend character. She's playing well. Why don't the four of us go t- together? That is the second time that Dan has said this sentence. And the answer is because you're all exes and these exes suck. So maybe that's why you don't. And why are we talking about ex sex so much? Like it shouldn't come up as much as it has in one day. Ex-girlfriend, what's her name? Please go to the island. Bye and take Aaron with you. <laughs> Blair, don't be bar- bartering Dorota. Dorota was hilarious in those scenes. She's becoming my all-time favorite character. Knock off Chuck's eyebrow raise and slow moving mouth is killing me like he could be a bad vampire in Twilight. Chuck and Blair are just beautiful together. It's undeniable. And she wears the necklace he gave her on her birthday. Eek. But don't tell her to shut up, Dick. I know. I hate that, too. Yeah. Jeez, I'm just as hot as cold as they are. And Rufus and Lily together forever. But wait, dun, dun, dun. Bart's been in an accident. The drama. I'm sure everyone will ask this. But what does Michelle think happened to Bart? Part of me feels like this is a ploy and he's not in an accident. Oh. And it's just to see how she'll react and if she'll come through. Mm. Mm. Because if we're last seen with him being with Andrew Tyler and be like, and Bart was like, I fired you. Right. I, you know, I'm not working with you anymore. And he's like, well, boss, you gave me a job. I want to provide I have you one last piece of information with the for last you. information. So then he's like, he, you know, grits his teeth and he's like, well, tell me what you got. And that's the last thing we see. Okay. So too soon to tell. <laughs> I guess so. It's kind of, I feel like something actually bad happens, mm. but can Chuck really have two dead parents? Oh, well, well, you'll, you shall see. I guess so. We have Del underscore Vasto. Our friend Michael on Instagram says, hey, welcome back. Hope you guys had a great break. It gave me time to catch up so I can send some questions and comments in. When Chuck and Blair showed up, showed each other the dates they picked, it reminded me in that episode of Friends when Rachel dates Ross <laughs> and everyone saw that it was pretty much Ross's twin. I fucking love that Remember? episode. Hey. Hey. Hi. Hey. hey. They put that like, like, uh, putty nose on him so funny yeah uh, i like dan and serena together but this whole double date hangout awkwardness was a little annoying they're both like, clearly not over each other they seemed jealous and hurt when they heard the other one was going to hook up after the ball or maybe it was awkward because it was two pairs of exes together either way it was annoying when i first watched the show i didn't dislike vanessa yet but i remember not liking jenny which only grew as each episode went on mm. question for michelle 
Would you rather go to the snowflake ball or the snow sea? The snow sea. <laughs> the snow sea seems so much cooler than this. Oh my than, gosh. The, obviously, this is very ritzy and like high class, very beautiful, but the snow sea was like so much more fun. Yeah. Know? I mean, maybe we'd go to this one. I can sneak in because we're in New York if we're going to like right, talk logistics. Right, right, right. But totally. yeah, the snow sea. And uh, he says to finish it off, thanks. I'm looking forward to hearing your comments on this episode. Thank, Thank you, Del Vasto. Muse Chick, she comes in clutch with the uh, Instagram message. She says, cliffhanger, no. Yes, Natessa. That was so sad. And what happened with Vanessa getting humiliated like that? Whatever she did, I'm glad she came clean with Nate and Jenny found out. She should have told Jenny, but she didn't deserve to be. She should have told Jenny, but she didn't deserve to be humiliated, though. Jenny was acting exactly like a 15-year-old throwing a tantrum. I hope to see great scenes with Natessa together. Why does it seem like Pat and Serena still have feelings for each other? They're always lingering. Also, I would have been awkward just around the ex of the guy I'm seeing, but then my ex shows up for a double date. That's just weird. So even though Bart told Lily the truth, it will seem like he lied since he was with Andrew Tyler. I don't think Lily will leave Bart now. Do you think Jenny will try to be Vanessa's friend again, even though she's with Nate? Yes. I think they clearly have made up here. Uh, Jenny sees what she did. She sees now, okay, she's been shamed by Nate. Honestly, Jenny's having quite a shitty year. She's having a shitty year. Let's hope 2009, right? (laughs) Yeah. We'll be better. We'll be better for her bringing in the new year. Uh, Do you think Bart heard the information on Lily before the accident? Yes. And have you ever been on an awkward double date or group hang with an ex? <laughs> I mean, not to that extent. Maybe like in elementary school. I can't remember. Elementary school? You Who know, are your exes no, in elementary I'm, school? I'm just trying to think like of my like my serious relationships in my life. Like, no. <laughs> but like a passing by in middle school, like, yeah, we could hang out at lunch together. Like, obviously, it wasn't as meaningful as my more serious relationships. But I can't even imagine doing it. Today, I definitely you have yeah <laughs> I was like yeah, you have <laughs> it's just but like when you did you were at a different place in your life mm-hmm. so that person is just like oh that person now mm-hmm. like you're not Serena and Dan like super jealous or mm-hmm. yeah so it's mm-hmm. hard to say uh, she says can't decide on my MVP but I've noticed how but I've noticed no matter how Bart treats Chuck, 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 <laughs> Chuck always has his back. It's true. No, he does. His I think son. it's that obligation of, you know, for your father. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we also have Teresa0890 on Instagram. Hey girl. Yes. She says, Lily and Rufus are cute. Oh, Vanessa, in this episode, I can see where Jenny came from with everything she did even though I don't like what she did. Right. Vanessa's argument that Jenny kissed Nate behind her back was like, really, you two weren't together, and Jenny thought you weren't speaking, so Jenny was asking about Nate when she was with him the entire time. Nope, not here for Vanessa this episode. She should have been honest with Jenny from the beginning. She did kind of redeem herself a little at the end, but I just don't like her. Mm. Nate telling Jenny, you are not who I thought you were. Excuse me. Him getting mad at her. Like, what did you expect? You just jumped back and forth between her and one of her closest friends. <laughs> Ugh. Plus, he's the cause of all of this and he just needs to be single. People just annoy me in this episode. Mm. I love Cher, the episode. I can't help it. They're cute. Fun fact, Blair is wearing the necklace Chuck gave her for her birthday in season one. 
Dan, Serena, Aaron, and Lexi kind of annoyed me this whole storyline. The both of them getting mad, jealous with each other about sleeping with Aaron slash Lexi. Like, come on, we all know where this is going. But Dan with the line, especially when I haven't had it in so long. Oh my God, douchebag. This oh isn't why God. this is why I don't like Dan Humphrey. Her question's for you. Do you think it's a bad accident? What's going on with Natessa? Do you think Serena and Patrick got back together? So uh, do you think it was a bad accident? You don't even think he got into an accident. So. Part of me, the soap opera version of me is like, I can see that he didn't get into an accident. Yeah. And the other part is he's dead. Right. There's no so in there's, between. There's no in between. There's no like, I'm in a coma. It's either it's there's either dead no or accident <laughs> or he's dead. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what's going to happen with Natessa? I think we'll have a couple of maybe a couple episodes of them dating. It's sweet, but it's not going to end. They're not well. end game. Mm-mm. Do you think Serena and Padge will get back together? I fucking hope not. I, I, same. <laughs> I, this is like, truly just this is episode how many of this season we have 12 more let me check that okay i know we always ask each other how many seasons in our respective shows and we're always like oh i can't remember but like how long are we going to do this whole back and forth situation and like now it's they're clearing the air and starting fresh and also how long is aaron staying around for which makes me feel like Aaron will be around for a long time if Cyrus is now in the picture because that's mm. his son. Mm. Interesting thoughts. Well, <laughs> I mean, I feel like Cyrus and Eleanor are super cute, so I can see them lasting. They're getting engaged and living with each other. Right. So so unless the artist Aaron gets, you know, he goes on a sabbatical and goes and photographs around the world or goes on something, and that's how we get rid of him. Right. Good predictions. Thank you. <laughs> I won't confirm. Was there another question? There? Um, I just wanted to let you know that there are 25 episodes in the season. Okay. Yeah. So. I mean, we're senior year, right? So next senior year, year. We're, get, we're either going to college or season we're getting a time three, jump. Season three is a doozy. I'm sure it's a doozy. <laughs> so <laughs> it's so funny because when we first started, I was like, oh, man. Serena and Nate, it's like I never think about them except for like my joke for yeah. Love is Blind. But I could never see them together right now. Mm-hmm. But now like do they end up together? Like Nate Nate to me right now is just like such a dweeb. Yeah. He's such like a lame duck. And like spoiler, he continues to be the biggest dweeb in the entire world. Like he's not. He doesn't have a glow up how like Chuck has the glow up that you're waiting for. Yeah, it's I just mean, like. This is Nate, and you just accept Nate for Nate. He's not bad. No, he's, he's not just bad. Like I don't know. Yeah, figuring himself out a lot. Right. He needs to do that more. Yeah. Uh, she, her favorite quotes. She says, "You didn't just pull a Janet Jackson at the snowflake ball." Um, and MVP is Jenny. Yeah, she kind of overreacted oh. with Vanessa, but she's 15 and she stood up to the minions in the end. Her least favorite are Lexi and Aaron because of them. <laughs> I. You know what? I mean, Jenny was. Not my favorite this episode, but I do give her props for standing up to the minions. Same. And the minions were like, you know, uh, something along the lines of like, you'll never, you used to be one of us. And then Jenny's like, well, maybe that'll have to change and I'll see you around. So I'm Mm -hmm. like, oh, are you going back to school? Not sure. Right. I know. (laughs) I know. Um, Let's go into fashion. Sure. How many headbands do you have? Three. I had four. 
I had two of the minions were wearing very pretty ones yeah. at the dance, and then Blair's doppelganger, and then was there another one? I guess there somewhere, must have been if I counted four. Yeah. Um, what other fashion did you like? Well, I really, really liked Blair's. I'm not sure if it was a dress or a skirt, but it was it had a yellow the red belt. Top. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I don't, maybe I think it was a dress. Yeah, it seemed to be like a dress. I loved her kind of pea soup ruffle top. Yeah, and know a better color than tall oh, pea, soup. Like pea soup. Yeah. yeah, I liked um Serena's studded sweater in the first scene. Yeah, and also Chuck's studded tux at the dance. Sure, it was sure a look. It was a him. look. Loved Lily in jeans and heels. Yeah, not that she doesn't always wear heels, but she just looked like so sexy in like heels and jeans. Just with, and like, she kind of had a velvet blazer. Yeah, right? she just looked so good. I liked Blair's dress at the party and Serena's dress and Lily's dress. I liked them all. And I liked Vanessa's hair. Oh, yeah. Her, like, updo and her and Nate are kissing. She just has, like, it looks like she's going to prom. And then she looked amazing in that dress. Incredible. We were talking about this, too, when we were watching how this whole see-through dress situation. I mean, the dress is gorgeous. And then to see what's underneath is even more gorgeous. But it's not like she was naked. Right, it's not like she, you saw, like, things. Unless they don't show the top because, like, you can see her Nipples. boobies. But also she's gorgeous. But the other thing is, and maybe, I don't know, maybe people don't think this way, but anytime I've gotten a dress, I test it in all light. Well, she's... Do you do that too? Uh, No. <laughs> no, because I make sure like, oh, is this see through or trustworthy of the of the material? I okay, guess. I don't so know. I guess I'm not trustworthy. So no, maybe you're not, this, which is good. Well, maybe this is something that is actually could happen because I'm like, would this actually right. happen? If this has happened to you, please let me know. Oh my god, yeah, please. If you feel comfortable talking about it, <laughs> I like Lexi's cheetah jacket. Yeah, I like it too, it and she had cute. like um, magenta tights. Yeah, I like that look. We also commented that we Dan had very nice brown shoes on, like camel-looking dress shoes. We did not like Aaron's little scarf. Ugh. His little it ascot scarf I wasn't an ascot. I don't but like his look at all. It like, was, he was wearing buffalo check plaid, and then the plaid of the scarf, it was a lot of... It's not it's too many pattern patterns. play, but it's not good pattern play. No. And the colors were awful. It's just... I didn't like it at all. Yeah. Uh, I liked Blair's, like ponytail to the side with like the braid that wrapped in there i loved that she looks so good um yeah i have serena and blair's dress and lily's dress at the party i mean i liked, I liked everyone's dress really yeah and i liked faux chair the because the, the fake chuck sounded just like chuck the yeah. way he spoke oh my god so funny and the faux blair and even when she was like i gave her that headband <laughs> funny i know so good um, anything else? I think that's all I have. Quotes. Oh, when Dorota was trying to pick out girls for Chuck, I joined a few groups <laughs> on, on Facebook. Facebook. Yeah. I love this um, interaction of Penelope and Jenny. Um, I'm sorry, Penelope and Vanessa. And Penelope says, oh, hello, weird documentary girl. And Vanessa says, bye, sad Blair wannabe. Yeah. <laughs> I thought I that had was that so good. too. I liked when Lily told Rufus that she was on a marital do not disturb. Mm-hmm. Or when uh, Blair tells Dorota to go polish something. <laughs> tick tock, tick tock. Tell me something, Rufus. Something you shouldn't. What does will mean? 
about the sack. <laughs> yeah. You didn't just pull a Janet Jackson at the snowflake ball. That one cracked me up. I'm leaving him. Vanessa is 10 times the person you'll ever be, and that's why you hate her so much. When Nate says, when he was thinking, she's the one I want to be with. <laughs> oh, Nathaniel. Mm-hmm. That's all the quotes I have. Yeah, I mean, and then we discussed, you know, shut up and dance with me. Mm-hmm. Which we're like, don't say shut up, but also it sounded maybe just started to sing the song. My mom... You shut up was a curse word in my house. Like yeah. you never say that. Even as, she's like, even as a joke, you don't say shut up. So like that always like resonated with me. So I'll never say it. I've never I've never said it, and like I especially have never said it and like meant it. Like shut up to someone. It's just ugh, yeah. I, feel I don't weird think, saying it. <laughs> I mean, I say it now. Like it's shut up. Become this thing. Like yeah. Shut up! Like we're Claire. Right? Claire. Ooh. Oh, like we're um. Cher, mm-hmm. from Clu- I just merged Blair and Cher together, and mm-hmm. she was Claire. Mm-hmm. Cher from Clueless, and she's like, shut up. Yeah. I mean, yes. I say it like that, but I've, I mean, when I was younger, my sister and I would fight all the time. Mm-hmm. And my mom always said, stop, do not say shut up. Yeah, I know. But we don't, I don't actually say that, you know, like, or I'll tell, no, I'm trying to think, like, do I tell my cats to shut up? I don't think so. <laughs> That would be very mean if you told them to shut up. I know. That would be rude, right? <laughs> very rude. Um, Do we do MVP and shittiest? I really am super torn. Okay. I'm glad we feel the same way. I don't. I pick someone, but I literally have no reasoning for it. It's just like my initial gut. Don't know why. I like because now that we discussed it, my initial gut, it's like, mm, don't really think that anymore. Try <laughs> to talk about it. You have your but, shittiest? Yeah, but it's like a cop out shittiest. I felt a lot of people did shitty things and a lot of I feel like nobody did honorable things and most people did shitty things. Yeah. So it's hard for me to pick an MVP. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh oh gosh. I really don't I know. I okay. I'm gonna pick my shittiest, but I have like an explanation about it. Okay, yeah, same. And my MVP see I don't know. No one is, like you said, no one's honorable or right. admirable. All right. Let's just do this. All right. MVP on three. Okay. Three, three two, two, one, Vanessa. Lily. Okay. I almost <laughs> chose Vanessa too. <laughs> I only chose her truly because I felt like even though she was so embarrassed, she didn't let anyone see her sweat. Even though she stood there for a long time, it's like, walk out, girl. What are I you know. doing? Um, And she did reveal to Jenny and Nate that she stole this. Like she didn't have to admit that even though that was the honorable thing to do was admit that you took this and that's really all I got and then as I'm thinking about it everyone's like oh Vanessa and I'm like yeah Vanessa but also like mm, no because Vanessa did it doesn't bother me I don't know no she did a (laughs) shitty thing but then she came clean and then when Nate questioned her like is do you have anything else and she's like no that's that's it she's like no that's it like that's out that's all I got it's like she learned her lesson quickly yes I like that yeah I, yeah, I was Lily, going though. to, I chose, yeah, I don't even like it, but I guess I'm just, Lily has become my favorite character. Yes, mine too. And I am happy that she finally, it's fucked up because you're married <laughs> and just because your husband, you know, got spies on you and all this paperwork, right? you should still talk to him, like to be a month of not talking. Mm-hmm. And I know you don't want to face the facts, but I guess of her to go to Rufus and be like, listen, 
we all know how we feel about each other. I'm ready to hear it, even though I can't say it. So I guess, oh man, it's not a strong MVP, I'll tell you that. Well, mine's not strong either. Yeah, but at least Vanessa overcame something. Like, she told the truth. She was about to say, like, hey, Nate, we're done because I can't sabotage my friendship. That's true, too. Like, she, what uh, Jenny's relationship was more important to her at that time. Yeah. But uh, you do see, and I actually really like this scene with her telling Nate, why she can't be with him and she's actually she's crying yeah and I'm like, wow I actually feel stuff for you and that she tells Jenny like I took this letter but it's because I've always been jealous of yeah, you and Padge you and Dan growing up like you guys seemed like you had it all even though you didn't and I always wanted that yeah so she like her wall came down yeah and I appreciate that same who's your shittiest three two one yeah Three, two, one, Penelope. Penelope for sure. Yeah, cop out, but I had, but I said then, but also Jenny. (laughs) But also not because Jenny did speak up to the minions. But like, Jenny, I feel like you could have dealt with Vanessa in your own way, but instead you're like, I don't actually want to think about this. I'm just going to go with what the minions want. Let them play it out. And they're so shitty to you. Yeah. And like, you shared what? You shared a bonding moment with Nate last year. With the weird, like, he confided in you. And then you guys shared two kisses? Two, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess I get get it being hung up on him, but it's still shitty what you did to Vanessa. Right. But then it's It's shitty what she did to you, too. Right. And it's like how we were talking about when we were going through the episode. I initially felt like Jenny was in the right when her and Vanessa had the fight. And then towards the end, obviously... I picked Vanessa because I felt like at least she owned up to everything. So it was really, it was, Jenny was shitty. She did a shitty thing, but then so did everyone else. Right. But the thing is when she's at the ball and, and Vanessa shows up and tells Jenny, I'm going to break it off with Nate and watches her go. Jenny literally watches her go to break it off with Nate. And instead of her covering right. or canceling the plan, she allows it to go right. through. She allows That's it. That's fucked and up. And then last minute was like, let me attempt to like open my arms to cover her with something. But not cool. She purposely did. Yeah. That. See, I don't like that. That's me either. Not good. Yeah. Well, we can go into patron of the week. <gasps> patron of the week. Patron of the week. It's patron of the it's week. Patron patron of the week. Of it's patron of the week. It's patron. So this week, I decided not to select a patron of the week. I just wanted to give a huge shout out to Kara and Jess, Logan and Nicole. They were all at the event that we went to in Wilmington, the One Tree Hill event, uh, Friends with Benefits charity events. We had such a blast. Stay tuned for those episodes because they're really something special. And we just were so happy to finally meet Kara. We have never met her. She came all the way from Australia, which is crazy. And then, unfortunately, Logan was there with her pregnant self, and we didn't get to meet up with her, but we were dying to Logan. Please know that. But I'm also just so excited that Logan got her Leighton photo. Yeah. Because when we started Wendry Hill, she loved Leighton. I loved Leighton, and I messaged her. I'm like, I'm just really excited you got your photo. Yeah. We're just so happy for you. <laughs> um, but it was just really special to be in the community of One Tree Hill 
the fandom is insane. You guys are literally the best. And it was so nice to meet the people who helped us jumpstart our, you know, our network. And so you guys are really something special. And we hope to meet each and every one of you one day it would be amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's do that. Let's yeah. have a whole It Takes Three meetup, Patreon meetup. That would be fun. In the works. Yeah. We'll try it. <laughs> but thank you to everyone who pledges, you know, every single month. It's incredible. You guys mean the world to us. So, Michelle. Hmm. I'm going to give you the title for next week. Okay. This is a a very good episode. My sister wanted to be on it, but I think she's going to be in Florida. So we might have to switch things around with her being on the podcast a little bit later. But we're hopeful that Nicole will come on for next week because we would lo- I would literally love to pick her brain about this episode. Okay. So, I'm going to ask her. Yeah. Um, so the title is for season two, episode 13. Oh, brother, where bart thou? Ooh. Yeah. It's a really good one. It's probably the standout episode of the season. Really? Yeah. At least in my eyes. You guys let me know like what you think. But it's a really, it's a different episode. It's a good one. Um, Wait, so, where, oh. Oh, brother, where bart thou? Okay. <laughs> well, obviously we're dealing with accident or no accident. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking it's probably accident. Okay. Do we have a confirmed alive or dead? Not at this time. Okay. Because I have two answers. You have two answers. He's either very much alive or very much dead. Correct. (laughs) Now, I know the episodes are based off of movies. Yeah. Inspired by, but are there family members involved in this because of my reading too much into the brother part? I don't know. You're Uh, very warm. Yeah. Okay. So, (laughs) vitamin time. Vitamin time. If you guys ever hear that in the background, it's Anne taking his vitamins. Okay, so he's in an awful accident. And you know what? Maybe we're in a hospital and maybe he's in a coma and maybe we have family members come and maybe they they meet Lily and they're like, wow, you were really something to Bart and he just couldn't ever show his feelings because he's not an open book. And when he lost his wife, that's when he shut down and that's why he was a dick to Chuck and maybe there's tears. It's definitely tears. Yeah. I can confirm tears. Yeah. And then, I mean, is this when we, when Chuck truly becomes an official orphan and then maybe he lives with Lily and then maybe this is like a turnaround for Chuck? Mm-hmm. Like, when is the big turnaround? I can see it slowly happening. Chuck you turning. Want me to confirm when, like, we have a moment of change? No, because okay. I feel like we're getting moments of change. Yeah, very for slowly. Sure. It's coming. But, um, Maybe this is a big moment change for Chuck. Mm-hmm. You're pretty. You're you're pretty lukewarm. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I feel like this is a heavy based Chuck Bart Lily episode. Yep. So I'm hoping that the whole Serena Aaron Padge Lexi storyline is very non-existent. Mm-hmm. Is Lexi on the island? Because. If it, I think she is, but let me just confirm. This is stupid. <laughs> this is really dumb to just bring her in, just like, I guess, stir the pot even more. I feel like they're just bored with Padge. Like, we can't give him anything. Like, he needs to keep being hung up about Serena. And maybe this is just showing, like, oh, they actually had something. And, oh, this is so meaningful. And it's like, okay, great. But can we give him something else? Right. Um, I can confirm that we do. Uh, okay well yeah. I'm, i was hopeful i know it's it's very boring for like as a character for him right now 
I mean, I feel like it's boring for Serena. I feel like it's boring for most of them, even though I'm excited to see the progression of like Nate Tessa. Like I'm excited for that, but yeah, like Chuck and Blair, it's super predictable. It is and it isn't. Like I mean, I know we tell you all the time that he does make this change a very slow change, but watching them do the same banter over and over again is is annoying for. It's just a the, slow um, progression. She's only on one episode. She's on the island. Um, Unbelievable. Yeah. Like, okay. why bring her in to stir the pot for literally no reason? But I can confirm Aaron's not on the island. No, I figured. We're with yeah. him for a couple more. Right. So I hate this storyline. I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember disliking it as much as I do now, but watching it again, how many ever years later, I hate it. Yeah. I hate. I shouldn't say hate. I really dislike <laughs> Serena and Padge together individually in relationships. I really dislike them. It's so difficult for me. Blair and Chuck on another level. I love them because I know who they are and who they end up being. But yeah, Serena and Padge at this moment cannot deal. I mm-hmm. hope it gets better, but I there's people that are out there on Twitter and they're like, I started rewatching Gossip Girl. I forgot how much Serena is the worst. And I was like, yeah, it's actually, I feel that now because when you first start out, she's like this kind of cool it girl, as we know, and she's a mysterious character and we don't know what, what she's done in her past. And she was a party girl, but now she's trying to change her ways. And like, okay, that's really endearing. But now it's just like, it's so her personality is just so lame to me. Do you think if I were to rewatch you know you how probably, you had you a probably change hate, up of Marissa? You probably hate her from the day but one. You, I know. <laughs> so like, would I have the same feelings? I don't know. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so. There is something, and I, I might get so much hate about this, but like there's something really likable for me with Marissa Cooper. Watching it second time around, watching it with adult eyes, watching it with adult eyes with Serena, it's like I understand what Marissa's going through and why she makes the decision she's doing. Serena, it's just like I her storylines seem pathetic on a, like, when you compare, if you were to compare Marissa and Serena, Marissa Cooper is like, takes the fucking cake. Like she's yeah. so much cooler. She's so much, so much more of like a genuine person. Sorry, Serena. <laughs> Marissa Cooper for life. And not to, you know, hit one against the other, right. but I'm just curious. They're if, not the same. But. And I would like to know listeners, if you're someone who watched the series like list and then rewatched it, couple of times I want to know how did you feel with Serena because Blair I feel like it she's pretty consistent no it's pretty consistent like you get it like right now she's not my favorite but I don't hate her you take her for who she is and you're like oh Blair you shouldn't have done that right but there's something about Serena so yes is she it's just like your favorite irks me yeah and have your feelings changed during rewatches right please let us know because that's something that we talk about all the time about rewatching and and then we talk about the binge culture, like when you watch it really quickly, maybe Serena's not that bad. Each each week we watch one episode and then we talk about it at nauseum. And then the next week we do the same thing. So she does. She develops real shitty and slowly where maybe binging. She's better. I don't know. But great points. I'd like to know what who I'm sorry, who or what? Because last year, last year, oh my God, it's time to go. Last week it was a turkey. So this week, what or who do you think Gossip Girl is? <laughs> that picture. Did you like my little no, Thanksgiving legit, turkey? <laughs> I spit out my drink at work today and I was like, I am literally the worst. 
these be our listeners are like i thought me. it was the funniest thing ever <laughs> people caught there's more comments on that picture than any other like disintelligent photo people were like that's like oh good. my god poor michelle she can't think of something because it's that it's awful the fucking turkey it's that girl her name's barb barb it's barb who took the picture barb okay yeah i'm not gonna find an image of her there's you could take it on your phone on your I know, computer like, mm, what's commitment no you just gotta queue <laughs> it up and take the picture uh barb okay i look forward to seeing barb <laughs> me too she looks like a barb <laughs> <laughs> well thank you so much to everyone who sent us questions comments we love hearing from you if you want to reach out to us via email, you can do that. We're three gossip girls pod at Gmail. If not, we are three gossip girls pod on Instagram, Twitter. Um, you can reach out to us there. We love hearing from you. If you want to join our Patreon fam, you can go to it takes three network.com, get some bonus goodies, join our little community, our family that we got to meet, which was so nice. So cool. Yeah. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. Hopefully we'll have a guest. We'll confirm. <laughs> Very excited for uh, old brother were Bart thou. So see you guys next week. You know you love us. XOXO. Gossip, Gossip Girls. Girls.